Well, good morning, everyone. It is so good to see you this beautiful Monday. And thank you so much for joining us for Daily Devotions, the Redeeming Life Fellowship. And today, as we're continuing to progress through uh, the Gospel of Luke, we're going to be in Luke chapter 12, verses 49 through 59. So really only 10 verses to be able to cover today, but it's actually a pretty difficult 10 verses. Certainly difficult for me as I'm pouring over it and hearing uh, the words of Jesus when he's saying things that frankly uh, disturb me or things that I don't want to hear. Uh, thank God that Jesus is the sort of person who is not afraid to speak uncomfortable truths. Uh, truths that you and I need to hear, uh, certainly in a day and a time like this. And so uh, today, uh, what you're about to hear with Jesus uh, is, it might even actually sound um, antithetical or opposite to uh, what you might remember, the proclamation of angels, a heavenly host proclaiming to shepherds, uh, who are saying, you know, tonight in the city of David, a Savior is born, is Christ the Lord. And then the whole heavenly host singing, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. That this image of what it is that Jesus is about to bring as being one who's going to bring peace and wholeness and uh, reconciliation and life to his people, while all of those things are true, uh, it's hard to be able to reconcile with what it is we're about to hear Jesus say, and that when when we hear him, he sounds a lot more like not a, a peacemaker, but an agitator, a person who does more than ruffle feathers. He's almost breathing fire. Um, he sounds more like uh, a radical, a revolutionary, almost an insurrectionist. Even in some sense, you might even call him an arsonist in the way that he is um, speaking prophetically uh, and trying to, to uh, shake people out of their complacency so that they can actually respond to the word of God. And that sort of thing, even as uncomfortable as it always is for any of us who, frankly, from the most um, the most wealthy of us to even to the poorest, is that it's a part of our human condition to want to find some kind of state of complacency or status quo and the certain things that protect that status quo that we sort of retreat back into and find comfort in that sort of thing, that, that when we're settled and we become, I think, a little bit lukewarm, uh, that we don't respond with the type of urgency that Jesus is calling for, that we need to respond to Jesus and not presume on having an infinite amount of time and opportunities to do so. So let's read together. Uh, Luke chapter 12, verses 49 through 59. And once again, uh, you may know this. I'll, if you don't, I'll say it now. I'm a peacemaker by temperament. And whenever there's uh, hostility between people and hostility that brings division, uh, that really troubles me uh, very deeply. And so reading something like this is something that uh, even I have, have difficulty reading. 
Uh, but again, this is the word of God, and this is something that I need to hear. Uh, because lastly, before we read, that whenever the prophets speak and they speak for action, uh, and action that's to bring about the change that's in view through what the prophet is seeing and saying, inevitably it's going to bring division. In order to respond to the word of God, uh, unfortunately, this always can't be unity at all costs. Um, inevitably, uh, responding to the change that God is calling us to be able to embrace is going to bring division on some level or another. And as hard as that is for us to swallow, that's an uncomfortable truth that, that, um, that we have to deal with. So, and it says, verse 49, I have come to bring fire on the earth and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism to undergo, and how distressed I am until it is completed. Do you think I have come to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. From now on, there will be five in one family, divided against each other, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided, father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He said to the crowd, when you see a cloud rising in the west, immediately you say, it's going to rain, and it does. And when the south wind blows, you say, it's going to be hot, and it is. Hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. How is it that you don't know how to interpret this present time? And verse 57, it's a little bit uncertain. There's, there's debate between whether or not what Jesus is about to say is surely just practical advice or if whether or not he's using a real-life situation in a way to instruct or inform what the uh, the audience of something that is that they that they should do or they ought to do and uh, I'm of the persuasion that Jesus is taking a real-life example and in its context um, of, of, of interpreting the signs, wants to use it in a way to be able to, um, in a parabolic fashion, in a way to be able to get the, the listeners, the audience, to respond to what it is that he's saying. So let's listen. It says, Why don't you judge for yourselves what is right? As you are going with your adversary to the magistrate, Try hard to be reconciled to him on the way, or he may drag you off to the judge, and the judge turn you over to the officer, and the officer throw you into prison. I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. So, uh, does that seem like an odd uh, uh, um, parabolic story or instruction to 
put at the end of this chapter, it does for me, and I had to do a little bit of research here, and I think I found something uh, useful in my mind for the, from uh, a commentator by the name of Richard Vinson, and he says this, This passage, then, whether we consider it a parable or non-parabolic teaching, imagines you and I, the audience, in the position of a person of means that he will not admit, involved in a lawsuit he will not settle, facing the consequences of holding out for a victory that he will not gain. So in other words, uh, this person cannot see the situation that he is in and is constantly uh, retreating by his wishful thinking and false hopes that he can win something that he's obviously not going to win. And Jesus says, when you do this, settle it out of court. Um, give the person what it is that he means or that, 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 that is required of him before he actually loses everything. And, uh, and that, I think, he tells this story because he's using it to expose the attitudes of people who won't respond, who won't settle these things now because judgment is coming. And, and there won't be time to be able to, to, to settle uh, a lawsuit, uh, a judgment that you're not going to escape. And uh, he, this person... Uh, thinks it's something that he can constantly be be putting off or that there's something else that is going to make him secure, whether it's his, his wealth or his finances or a good lawyer, that that's going to, um, going to see him through this settlement. And uh, it's simply not going to be the case. Uh, he thinks that he can keep putting this off, keeps putting it off, keeps putting it off. And... Uh, Aren't we all like that sometimes, especially when things that we know that we need to do, but we keep putting it off because uh, we think that there's always going to be more time uh, to be able to do it? Uh, that's simply not the case. We cannot presume that we have all the time in the world to be able to do the things that we really want to do or to put off the things that are necessary because we don't feel like they're urgent. Uh, no. When God calls us to do something, he is patient, he is kind, um, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, thank God. God honors prompt, immediate obedience and response to his word. Uh, and it's not the sort of thing that we can put aside, like doing dishes, cleaning the litter box, changing diapers, mowing the lawn, uh, doing your taxes, as that's coming up soon, um, that uh, we can't just keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. The time to respond to God's word is now. So uh, thank you so much for joining us for Daily Devotions. If you haven't, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can get daily notifications. And I pray that, that each and every one of us would be uh, agitated in the way that, uh, that Jesus has agitated us and, and aroused our, uh, awakened us rather, out of our, our complacency so that we can respond to the word of God. Uh, with obedience uh, and prompt and swift obedience. Uh, so thank you so much uh, for taking the time and uh, look forward to seeing you next time. Take care.